As we pray, come Lord Jesus, O come, O come Emmanuel, we are confident we can be that he is among us even now. So let's meditate in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Be seated, please. You know, when you grow up, you remember certain things later in life. I remember very distinctly learning there are two ways to do things. Two ways. The right way and the wrong way. And quite frankly, usually in my household, the right way was mom's way. Sometimes dad's way as well. But since then, I've learned even more. And I've learned that, at least for some things, there are many ways to get something done and get it done rightly. When we speak of Advent, there is that sequence of things that we think about how Jesus came. He came, he comes, and he comes, he will come again. And we focus as we get ready for Christmas. But I've done things a little bit differently, have you noticed? We started with he came as we went back to the beginning, even to Genesis, to hear God's first promise that he, the seed of the woman, the offspring of Eve, would crush the head of Satan. That was recognized through time as the first promise of when Jesus came. But then I went to he's coming again and said, that's the answer to the Advent question. Where do we begin and today, now, the way I've put it together, hey, and that's my privilege, <laughs> that's my privilege, how Jesus comes to us right here, right now. I've messed with it, but I think it makes some sense. And, and I hope and pray that it makes some sense to you as well. Because it's true that Jesus does come to us right here and now. As much as he came, as much as he will come again, right here right now. Emmanuel, God with us, is what the scriptures told us. It was Mary whose song we heard, although not sung, spoken, who recognized his present coming. And Jesus is coming again. If you believe him, if you trust his word, he will return at the end of all time. But he's also here, right here, right now, lest we forget. Physically, not. Physically, Jesus came, and that's what Christmas is all about. But when his work had been completed through those years, he left. His body, gone. He is physically no longer among us. But when he left, he said something very interesting to his disciples. Do you remember? He said, I'm with you always. Even to the end of the age, would I come back? I am with you always. That means here and now as well. And that wonderful truth was expressed even before Jesus said that. You heard Psalm 139? I love that psalm. Where can we go? And God is not there. If we go to the highest heights and the lowest depths, God is still there. I've heard this. Put to music. Not the psalmist music, but others. And my, my heart tingles because of the beauty, not only of the words, but of the reality. 
Jesus' present presence. Do you believe it? Do you believe that he is with us right now? Or could I ask, do you feel it? Do you feel it? Even though, even though that's an unLutheran kind of question to ask, let alone answer. But many do, and many have. If you've ever been at a bedside of one who is sick and maybe dying, as I have been over and over through the years, they see it. They feel the presence of the Lord. You know, it's kind of like that wind that we experienced yesterday. Did you see the wind? No, none of us saw the wind, but we saw the effects and we're still seeing the effects today. Not only the Menard sign, not too far away, but other things, branches and else. But the wind is real, even though unseen, just like God in Jesus is present among us right here and right now. Just because we missed the first advent when the Christ child was born, and just because we're still waiting for his final advent, this time in the flesh, it doesn't mean that Jesus is not here because he is. That's the fundamental truth of God, especially to be remembered here and now. You realize, of course, that God, God is beyond all time and all space. He's out there, unseen, beyond everything he has created, including time and space. And yet, yet he entered time and space in the form of a human being, Jesus, our Savior. And you realize that behind every symbol, there is a reality. And here's the symbol we see often, the candles. The candles are lit to demonstrate the reality the reality of Jesus, who called himself the light of the world. And you've noticed again and again, the custom here is that when the acolyte puts out those candles, Jesus doesn't disappear. But the last candle lights is lit to the taper, to the taper of the candle lighter. And it's taken out to remind us, not only that we go out behind Jesus, that he is with us that he is still present even when the candles here go out. The light of the world is here. And like other Christians, we affirm that. And we affirm some very special, unique, and pointed references and realities of Jesus among us. The first of which I guess we could number holy baptism. Yesterday evening, that water was applied in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And with it, Jesus was present in a very specific kind of way, a very personal kind of way. Holy baptism is rich. It's rich in its meanings. And the meanings are numerous. And it holds many blessings. But primarily, God in holy baptism comes and joins himself to people. Little ones, big ones, in between people. He comes together to join them as they are baptized into the Father, Son, 
and Holy Spirit. He in them, they in him, connected. In this moment, in that moment, we are joined together. We're bound up with our Lord and Savior. Jesus comes to claim us, to live within us, and to work through us. You've experienced it. You have as you've been baptized. Whether you remember it or not, Jesus, present then and present still today. You know, St. Paul wrote about this when he joined the concepts that in Romans chapter 6, that we were baptized into Christ through baptism. We were baptized into him and into his resurrection. The whole reality of Jesus is there in us. And he repeated it in a different kind of way in Galatians chapter 3 when he wrote that when we're baptized, we are clothed with Christ. And maybe you've heard that in early days when people were baptized, they took off their outer clothing. They went to the water, often a river. They were baptized there and they came out and they were given new clothing, white clothing with which they clothed themselves. Another symbol standing for the reality that Jesus is close, that Jesus covered them, covers us from our sin and he lives there as close as our clothes, even to the point of being within us. Holy baptism in Jesus is present in his word, his word. That's Jesus. The word of God was made flesh, John tells us. It became a human being. So we not only have the words of scripture, but when we have the words of scripture, we have Jesus himself right here, right now in our lives. When we read it, there's something that is beyond us that takes place. The word about the word. Jesus comes right now, right here. We know it's working. We can see God's in Jesus working and we've experienced it. It is something that comforts us and directs us to say that Jesus is that one. Do you know, it happened on Easter going to near the end of Jesus' life. It happened on Easter. Remember that walk Jesus joined the two followers on their way to Emmaus? Jesus appeared to them, walked with them, and what did he do? He took the word and he unfolded it for them. And when they heard it, they not only understood that that word of Old Testament promise was about him, they saw the word they saw Jesus, not yet right away, but when they took a while and sat down for a rest for the evening, they ate. Jesus with them. And what did he do? He broke bread. Holy communion. Holy communion he shared. And it was that third special way that he was present right then, right there. That's the third way, the Holy Communion. Communion, it means come together. And there's a, a great, and especially two comings together that happens in bread and in wine. God comes, Jesus comes to us. 
to connect with us. And we connect with each other in the Holy Communion, the coming together. God with us and we with each other right here, right now. The bread that's broken, the bread that we ingest is Jesus come to live within us. The blood, the wine which we drink is taken into us and there Jesus lives right here, right now, again and again as we come and then as we leave. I can't fully explain it. You can't, nor any of us, fully comprehend it. Jesus, in his reality, comes among us in the bread and in the wine in a very special kind of way. He does. And understand, do you remember when Jesus started all this? The night before he was crucified, he and his followers were in an upper room and they were celebrating the Passover. You know how God came among his people and released them, gave them freedom as he liberated them from 400 plus years of slavery. And God said, do this every year. Eat this meal as they ate the meal in preparation for their departure. Jesus, with his disciples, ate that meal. And he transformed it into something new. With the bread and the wine, he said, take it and eat, take and drink in remembrance of me. For the Jew of the Old Testament, eating the Passover, and for the Jew today, as they remember the Holocaust, it's not just a mental exercise of thinking back to when those things came, the freedom and the forgiveness. No, the full, the, the rich meaning of remembrance in their language and their experiences, they were there. They are there as they celebrate even to this day the Passover. And as we celebrate what Jesus started amidst the Passover, this Holy Communion, the remembrance is more than just a mental concept. In the biblical language, he is among us. We can speak of it in the present tense, just like those who came before us spoke about the liberation from Egypt and the Holocaust, that terrible, horrific tragedy that happened to them right then, right there, each time they celebrate. This adds up to this reality. Jesus comes here and now, each time in these three special ways. When we think about it, when we remember it, and I hope and pray we do, the right way, the only way that Jesus comes to us. It began in the beginning with God's first promise to Eve, to Adam, and to all the world. And Jesus will come again at the end of all time. And yes, Emmanuel, come Lord Jesus today. Every day, you can count on it. I'm reminded of this. When we sit down and when we eat and say the common table prayer, as we call it, we say, come Lord Jesus, right? Be our guest. Let these gifts to us be blessed. Come Lord Jesus. That's the hymn. That's the prayer of this Advent tide. I've got a twist on that prayer. 
that reminds me of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and Come, Lord Jesus. Pray this prayer with me now. Come, Lord Jesus, join our race, both rat and human. We need your grace. Amen. (laughs) The human race that often becomes the rat race, Jesus is here. He's come. He will come again, but right now as well. That, I believe, is the right understanding. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And may God keep you in his grace, the grace that's realized in our life each and every day. We confess that even as we live that reality. Today, it's the Apostles' Creed we use. Let's stand. Let's speak it from the heart again today. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. As we have spoken in faith, we take a few moments now to reflect upon that as you take a moment to fill out an attendance card that will help us remember that you're here today, even as we remember Jesus is among us, both to indicate any changes for us who are members and any requests or things that we should know about. Remembering, too, what we offer, uh, either online or here in our offerings, as we get ready to offer our prayers, we also offer God the gift of music in praise to him. You may be seated.